Warning, the following may contain umber hulks. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit-Faced, the party has finally found a friendly face in Ismark Kolyanovich. He informs them that the ruler of the land, Baron Strad von Zarovich, draws strangers to Barovia with which to entertain himself. They all eventually perish. However, before the adventure continues, we have a small apology to make. Welcome everyone to uh, the next episode of Crit Face, and we are starting this episode uh, with uh, a bit of a, an admission of guilt. Um, we are actually two playing sessions beyond where you were last listening to us, uh, but unfortunately we had some major technical difficulties last time, and we didn't manage to record the last play session. Um, no fingers are being pointed at, <laughs> at anyone in particular uh, for that. Uh, but so instead, what we're going to do now is uh, we're luckily enough that was quite a it was a shorter play session. So we're just going to talk you through uh, what has happened in the lives of our heroes in the few hours that um, are lost in the ether. So uh, previously on Critfest, uh, you will recall that our heroes had escaped from the house and they had managed to uh, make their way into the village of Barovia. And the last place that we met them was uh, in the Blood of the Vine Tavern, where they were meeting uh, with a man called uh, Ismark. Um, so, uh, guys, do you remember anything much about Ismark? He was the, the dragon rider. Right, He's Burgomeister. Son of, son of the deceased Burgomeister. And uh, we went to their house because he also has a sister. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Irina. Strahd really likes. Yeah. yeah. Strahd likes her a lot. So Irina, I, Irina was described as a, a as a striking woman who 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 would be described as beautiful if, if if she was not so haunted by the the event the the recent events of her life. So Irina has actually um, she's been uh, uh, sought after by Strahd, and and Strahd has visited her twice now uh, in her home and has bitten her uh, twice already and uh Irina and uh Ismark's father has uh, he actually died the day before our heroes met them um they they feel that the strain of uh, all these attacks on their home was too much for the man's heart so uh the body of their father was actually still in the house when you arrived there um, and we wanted to go bury it in the graveyard that's right they but they nobody else in uh, the village of Barovia was uh would, would help them um, move him to... But I think we put on a, a, a fine show on our own. We we managed to do the man some, you know, a service with the appropriate celebration of his life and death. And uh, the towns of Jean Malamé. I mean, I think that, that was the main thing. We all enjoyed that. Unfortunately, uh, no one else in Barovia actually knew that it was Jean Malamé uh, accompanying the, the funeral procession. Because Jean was... That's right. You were invisible. Uh, well, I was invisible to to the world, but I could still see myself, you know. And I, I was on the stage and shining brightly, of course. Okay. It should also be noted that um, the night before um, the party uh, helped to carry the burgomaster to the graveyard, there um, 
Kellum uh, was visited uh, in the middle of the night. By Irina. That's right. In her nightgown. I was, and she told me stuff, but I really don't remember. <laughs> you were drunk. You were drunk. You regretted it the next morning, but well, uh, she said she probably had very little time left to live. She told wanted to me do something that I was memorable, handsome. There, yeah, right. Yes. I, I, I think her. I remember her saying that I was the one who seemed capable of uh, dealing with uh, the dangers that she faced. That's right. Well, she, 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 she came to my room first. She came to <laughs> see John first. And, Irina, and I said, you were no, still madam. No, 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 thank you. She definitely did not have romance she in her mind. You. She was going for the, the strongest warrier she could find. She, like uh, she wanted the to be trained sword. in the sword uh, to protect oh. herself because her brother, Ismark, uh, does not like the idea of her carrying uh, weapons. Um, he sees it as his place to to protect her. Uh, Kellen, can you remember he's done what... such a great job so far. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Can you remember what Kellen uh, said to Irina? I believe he said that, uh, that uh, he had no problem with her being trained in the use of a weapon. Uh, I believe he suggested Master Sunna as perhaps a better candidate to uh, to tutor her. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Irina did not seem particularly impressed by the suggestion. and We've not really seen anything happened since. So fast forward to the next morning, we've had our funeral procession to the chapel of the uh sorry, the church of the morning lord at the the north end of the town and um it was not your usual church. Um you got to meet Father Donovich. Yeah, I think he was a bit drunk. Uh and he's I oh know that was you had his son locked under Vampiric son. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Upon upon uh, entering the church, you guys started hearing screams from uh, beneath Below. the the church, uh, and you eventually spoke to uh, the priest. Uh, the, uh, he seemed quite mad, really, um, and the, the the church wasn't in good condition at all. And he was covered in the soiled robes. And you eventually found out that his son had been bitten a year ago by Strad and has been turned into uh, a vampire. And his father has imprisoned him um, underneath. And that's the, the somehow led us to having Josiah impersonate his god. god and <laughs> you mean Jean, Jean Malamé right. impersonated his god. Yeah. Um, and sending him to drink himself into a stupor. That's right. Um, to, pay, to pay homage to his lord. Jean Marlamet, still his... invisible, stood behind the altar of the Morning Lord, and I believe he was aided by some magical uh, accompaniments from Lord That's right. Talfrin. That's right. That's right. Um, Fireworks. And, and uh, Jean's uh, exceptional performance uh, convinced Don- Father Donovich that the Morning Lord wanted him to go and get drunk uh, in yep. the tavern. Um, so Leaving this- us with his son. Well, this is this is where we have been been left with the uh, four of you are in the now empty church. It's about mid morning. Uh, Irina and Ismark are also there with the casket uh, containing their father, um, and there are screams coming from below the church, um, and I believe the screams are uh, very much to do with the fact that uh, Doru, the uh, Donovich's son, uh, he's very hungry. Because he's been imprisoned for a year without food. So, yeah. what happens next? Is there a good man and just go away? Yeah, let's just leave. Has anybody thought about like 
<laughs> so you you have an appointment. Um, you uh, Donovich, uh, and in fact, you you found out that it is normal for the um, in the Church of the Morning Lord to bury um, people at midnight. Uh, and Donovich has definitely uh, agreed to bury the Burgomeister at, at midnight. Um, who knows what state he'll be in now, since he's been instructed by his god to go and get drunk at the, the tavern, and it's, it's it's still morning, but, you know, plenty of time for that to play out. <laughs> uh, uh, that was probably a bad choice. <laughs> but you have managed to get the church to yourselves. Uh, and yeah, the, the screams boring. continue to come from below. Father! Father! So I we must think we deal draw with the sun. Straws. I think we draw straws. We'll need somebody to serve as sort of like the the, the bait or the food. We send them in and um, let them open the trap door. Well, do we know well, that he's actually he's hungry bound. for human flesh? Or oh, that's a good point. Can we just throw like some rations down? See if that you know <laughs> takes a bite out of his hunger. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Now, you certainly so have learned uh, that vampires feed uh, off of people's blood. Right? A fact that has certainly been made yeah. clear to those of you who well, have uh, great vampire lore. Hmm. Has the Burgermeister or Master been uh, embalmed, or is there still blood in that dead body? <laughs> We're not going to throw him down there. <laughs> I don't know. I like how he's thinking. I think that there's, there's, there's sense in that. He's already dead. What's the worst that could happen? He rises back as an undead vampire. Oh. <laughs> zombie. Zombie. That, that would be the worst. Zombie. Yes. Oh, no. Lord uh, Talfin moves authoritatively towards the trap door. Mm-hmm. Unless anyone stops him. Anybody uh, at all? <laughs> should we like, maybe just like get ready for me? Pull the trap door open. Guys, <laughs> okay. oh. it um, no. takes a wee bit of time to uh, find... Uh, the trapdoor because it's not actually in the main church. There were a few. There's a there was a, an entrance corridor into the church, and there were a few rooms off the side of that. But you do find one of them, a very neglected, mouldy room. Um, actually, you know, part of the roof has actually you know, fallen in, in in this room. It's just uh, and there's puddles of water on the floor. But there is a, a heavy wooden trapdoor uh, in this room, and it's held shut with a chain and a, a padlock. Uh, and and from through oh. this, this trapdoor, you can hear the screams. Father, I am hungry. Well, we should not go in there. I think we all agree that's not where we should go next. Um, if you want, I can go back to the inn and I can take Irina. We can have, a, you know, a kind of a debriefing session where she tells me about her her life and her desires and. You know, just get to know her a little bit. You can stay here and take care of the, the that. And what, what do you all think? Irina, who is standing right there, um, <laughs> is uh, she clearly is clearly unimpressed with what you're saying. Um, I, I gave you a dagger. I gave you a dagger. Wait, nothing. Nothing. Um, I, I say we open it my, up. Let's open it up. Yeah. Well, let's introduce ourselves first. I I, stand, I I bang my walking stick on the trap door and I call out roughly, um, "You there, down below? What's your name?" And um, so there's silence uh, for a while. You hear uh, you do hear movement, almost a, a scuttling like movement, uh, and then you you hear a voice um, clearly from just beyond the trap door, uh, and it says, "You you are not my father." 
Well prestiged. We have a scholar here. <laughs> Who are you? My name is Lord Talfrin. We have come to the church to inter a body, and we could not help but hear your cries. Yes, you must free me. My father has locked me here. He is starving me. Well, why is he doing that? I do not know. You will have to ask him. Let me out, and I will ask him and find out what I have done wrong. Doesn't what? sound very convincing. I just, I don't think we should let him out. I don't think that's a good idea. Can we ask him what he hungers for? Is that is that possible? Just you know. Yes. If you had your choice of beverages, what would you choose to drink right now? Just a nice warm lager. Water. Or so some a simple person. simple water and some some food. I must eat. It has been so long since I have eaten. Oh yeah. Offer How long rations. has it been? Many days. How about I pour some water through the gap here in the trapdoor? Will that satisfy you? You will not leave me trapped here under this building in the dark. Free me, please. You're going to be nice to everybody, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We've been very lucky with children so far. (laughs) (laughs) The sign of his voice is very much a... um, Although he's he's Donovich's child, you know we can tell this is this is somebody. I was grown uh, up. Yes, absolutely, or, or at the very least, a very very older teenager. You know, someone his voice is clearly broken. I turn to the others and say, "I am about to tell some rather bold lies. Don't scream and give me away." Agreed. I like bold lies. Okay. Yeah. Um, I cough into my fist and I lean in close and I say, "Time for the truth." We've been sent here by Strahd. He is concerned about your plight and fears that your potential is being wasted in a hole in the ground. You take a deception check. Mm. Ah, I was hoping for participation, but all right. I guess deception makes sense. Uh, Three. Ooh, 18 plus three is 21. You truly come from the master. Turn and point at the other and say, ah, got it. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, we have. And I am now going to introduce his prime servant, his, his consigliere, his confidant, his butler-in-chief, the man that Strahd trusts above all else and who has received his personal instructions, Jean Mallarmé. <laughs> oh, hello. Lord Telfrin. Lord Talfrin uh, steps out of the room for a moment, obviously needing to uh, take care of some quick, urgent business. Oh, great. Okay, so um, <clears throat> um, it's it's good to meet you. Um, I, it's good to know we're all on the same side. You know, I think that that's important and that we all agree that we are all vampires here. <laughs> you know, we can spot each other across. A, so we're all you do vampires. not smell like a vampire. It's a new soap I'm using. It's it's the rose water. Yeah, it's a rose water. Sort of a, it's sort of a gamey uh, body wash that S- smells someone, human. Someone up there has blood. Oh, oh yes, we do have a blood bag. We brought uh, a blood bag for you. 
um, because I, I, I'm a person. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forget the, what we call them. We brought a person for you to eat, um, but you, you have to only eat them and, and not attack anyone else. Yes. Yes, free me and I will do whatever the master wants. All right. I'll be, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Uh, McGreg, I have some bad news. Um, someone <laughs> has to be, you know, the bait. And I feel like um, you are the, 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 the mightiest and the, the most expendable of our troop. And so I think that um, it should be you. Are, you. are you okay with that? <laughs> I ready my axe and nod deeply. Okay, yeah, so we're all on the same page. We're all vampires here, except for McRag, and then he's the the dinner. Okay, <clears throat> I, I return to the door. All right, so the, the the person that you definitely want to eat is the the big one. The, yes, the, that's yes. anyone. Yes, yes, he's very tasty. Everyone else, though, very off limits. You know, not yes, yes. All damn- free me, okay. free this lock, and the the door starts to you know judder furiously. You know, you can just sense the frustration from whatever's beneath it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, shakes mm-hmm. at the chain. Okay, but okay, are we all in agreement? This is a good idea. We're going to open the door. Is that all right? Um, Does anybody want to like run away? So, so what is the plan? So the the the, the vampire jumps out at mm-hmm. us, and mm-hmm. hopefully goes from the crag. Uh, mm. As as the tallest one, and mm. then so, I turn invisible uh, and leave from from yeah, the from the cor- from the corridor. Uh, Ismark, uh, you know, Ismark uh, shouts, you know, gestures into the room, says, "Friends, friends, I, I must speak with you." And um, as he's beckoning you back to to the corridor where he and uh, Irina uh, are still standing with their their father. Uh, okay, their so we. Casket. Yes, we'll, we'll go back out to the vegetables, see what they want. Yeah, so, uh, what, what is it, Mike? My, my friends, I, I, I understand what it is you are doing, but I do not want my sister here when a creature like that is, is released. What, what is it we should, What do you feel is our best course of action? McRag, any... Irina turned to say, I can take care of myself, Ismark. Hmm. Do not worry about me. I have faced this kind before. I think that they seem to they'll be fine. You know, I think that the, the main thing is they stand behind the rag, and if if he comes at them, just say, "I'm a vampire." And and Ismark Ismark shakes his head and and his hand. Absolutely not. Under no circumstances will I have my sister in this building if you release a creature like that. Otapin steps back into the room, zipping up his. They have zippers, <laughs> buttoning up his. Um, anyway, he. Uh, <laughs> Looks around. So, what have we decided? Well, we, we decided that McRag could be the sort of bait uh, because mm. he's the biggest of us, and that the rest of us are all vampires here. And it seems like he's on board. So, I think that we're going to open the door. He will fly at McRag. McRag is more than capable of, you know, handling one small vampire. I'm sure. And uh, if if not, the rest of us just run away. Well, he's he's a, a mouthful. You have to admit, this is a large man. It'll take him. Hour to really suck them dry, probably. Did did we get any useful information about Stride from him? Oh yes, yes we did. Yes, yes we talked about many things. Oh, you, I, 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 um, yes, I. We learned that um, vampires are very um, private people, and I think that's something we all have to respect. 
Um, <laughs> is is Mark um uh, is Mark is is concerned about Irina um and, and probably himself being in the building uh, if you release. I'll hand him up. I have my heavy crossbow. I'll suggest that he use that and ready himself. I'm I'm fine with my sword. I I can take care of myself. I just I, I do not think that I want to put Irina in danger if she should not. If there's no need for it. The more hands we have available, the better. We have to confront this evil. You people have lived in its shadow too long, and it's time to deal with it. And, and Irina, uh, you know, she takes out from her her belt the dagger that that Jean gave her, and and she nods her head and she says, "Yes, you hear, Ismark." Uh, I can do this. And and she glances over at Master Sonna just to, to have a wee glance. Uh, and she's sort of checking out to see what Master Sonna is doing at the moment. Um, she's doing a sword dance of some sort, I'm sure, right? <laughs> and I, I, will, I will protect Irina with my life, of course. Um, so and, 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 and John. And John. Uh, <laughs> you can turn invisible and just run away. So, uh, sorry, my friend. All right. Um, I turn to Ismark and I say, what do vampires look like? Is there any distinguishing features? Uh, not really, no. They, they, I mean, they, they look human. Uh, their teeth, obviously, have, have changed. Um, I do not know if this one indeed has been uh, without food for as long as it says it is. I, I have no idea what that would do to its appearance. How big are the teeth? Sufficient. Like a, like a wolf? <laughs> I, I have not seen very few of us have Irina, perhaps Irina, you uh, do you mind recalling what has happened to you? And and you know, she uh you know lowers her head, you know, a look of anger over her face or you know, flashes over her face and she says, I I cannot I, I recall so little when he had me under his spell. I, I do not know. Can you give a general description of Strad? I promise this is not a pointless question. Um, I told you oh, already. I told you when you asked me last time. I, I, he, when he has invaded, that. when he has invaded our home, I, he has stolen those moments from me. I, I only have glimpses of. And you can tell she's really getting worked up about this. All right, all right, all right. Shaking. So here is the plan. The goal is just to. I'm, I'm not saying this loud enough so the guy can hear. But I say, is our goal simply to kill him? Well, that's my goal. Oh. I, I, I don't know what your goal is. I mean, we could, we could try befriending him. Um, that's what Kellen would like to do. Kellen would like to kill him. Yeah, I'm with Kellen. The um, thing is, that can so, can he be cured? I, I mean, is like is vampirism something that you could take away? I think you cut off the head that cures him. Should we ask <laughs> Irina? Irina, how did you? You said that you used to be under Strahd's spell, but you are no longer. How did that happen? Uh-huh. It, it, it is not a lasting hold that he has over over any of his prey. Uh, it, the spell it wears off in time, like like many spells do. Uh, from what I hear from stories, uh, he could easily bring me or any of us under that spell again if he if he chooses to do so. So could I mean, sorry, uh, can we just like all huddle together for a moment? But is Irina a vampire because she's been bitten by Strahd? How do we, we tell? Take off her head? What's the test? The thing is that if we if we if we let this guy out and huh? he's a vampire right? and we kill him, hmm? do we have to kill Irina sometime down the line? So, we might as well. Should, should I get my dagger back? <laughs> I, I I should get the dagger. <laughs> 
Well, it's, I think it's a fair question. I think is there a test for vampires that we know of? Like any sort of like a test? Do they maybe their propensity for yelling for blood? Um, do you guys want to take a, a history check? And um, oh, yes, Lord Talfran, you can take with advantage because I believe you have spent a bit of time poring over the history of Barovia. Right. Yeah. Six. Uh, what did I learn? <laughs> my second roll. Nine. A four. So I got a, my highest roll is seven. That's a seven. Um. So uh, I mean, you guys. <laughs> that's, that's, that's abysmal. Okay. Uh, Jean, what did you get? Uh, uh thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. <laughs> right. Uh, I got a nine. I got a nine. I, I mean, so uh, Lord Talfern and Master Sonna and Jean, just from you know, your time here, you've maybe like glanced at books or overheard snippets of conversation as you've been, uh, you know, standing in this in the tavern and whatever. I mean, there's a, there's a lot out there about vampires. You can't tell whether it's true or not. You heard a lot about sunlight, which seems to be a real absence of in Barovia is, is, is a great weakness. Um, you've heard that they could turn into different things. Somebody's mentioned garlic, silver, possibly. Um, oh, but there's, there's, uh, there's a lot. Uh, oh, running water, possibly. You could burn them. Um, but there's definitely uh, an air of uh, you know some of this sounds like just superstition to you, but you just can't Pick apart what's true and what's what's oh. false. Okay, so if we like well, make her hold like a, a silver coin, bulb. it's not gonna yeah a silver garlic bulb. That's not gonna reveal anything. Well, Jean, are you still carrying the Durst's set of uh, silver? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of just post, because I can't uh, bend my knees because it's so full of silverware. I, I don't know. I would think I'm carrying. Yes, I perhaps have some if we. Perhaps if we just poke this guy in the eyeball with a fork. Just in oh, well, case, I, if he's not, we apologize. Right. Uh, yes, sure. I'll give you the <laughs> fork, and you can do the poking. Here's your fork. <laughs> okay. What are you doing, sorry? All right. How about this for a plan? I'm, I I'm believe. For, I'm forking the crag. Uh, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Lord, Lord Talfin says, I believe that vampirism must be akin to something like syphilis, which progressively gets worse until you are driven insane and, and rendered blind and impotent. Um, uh, that's what you mean. I've heard. I thought that was tequila. <laughs> um, so if, he, if, if the man downstairs has had this for a year, then he may simply be a very advanced case. Mm. Uh, so I propose the following. I will summon, I will fashion out of the ethers an image of what I think a vampire looks like. We will okay. open the trap door. He will emerge, gaze upon this master vampire figure, and in that moment of awe and confusion, um, someone stab him in the back of the knee with a silver fork. And if he reacts in a way that indicates that isn't a pleasant experience, then we know he's a vampire and we take off his head. Okay. Did we, good, good we actually see Strahd when we exited the burning house? No. He, there, he was like standing there. There was a, a a shadowy figure just beyond the mists, um, but you, you didn't. Why don't we her. just do that? A shadowy figure, just beyond the mists. Beyond the mists, right? Yeah. I could I could do that. Yeah, just. All I, right, I, I'm going to recreate. I, could, I can recreate that perfectly. Uh, Jean, do you think you could do um, a master vampire voice? 
I, you know, it, it is. You summon level. that presence and gravitas and. Trample, mortal. Is that good? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you stand outside the room, which I'm sure will be a pleasant aspect of the plan for you. I, I do like. I will summon room. the shadowy figure. Okay. When you hear the trap door emerge, mm-hmm. you speak for Strahd and, and tell mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. that you are displeased with his inactivity and for him to kneel before you or receive his judgment. At okay. which point, you stab him in the back with a silver fork. Well, you keep saying someone. You you do mean McGrag, right? We'll stab him. Are you in? I could either do that or um, I have a feeling that my rage has somehow grown even more powerful. And then if I went into a rage now, I could attack maybe twice with my axe. Oh, so you get the rage coming on, huh? I'm getting real angry. Well, I, I have some I have some lavender oil. I don't know if you ever considered it, but it's, it's an option. Okay, I'm going to go outside the room and I'm going to prepare my 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 um, best vampire voice. Me 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 me. Mama 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 mama. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay, um, Kellen, where are you uh, positioning yourself? Then I'm going to stand. Uh, well, I guess um, Lord Talfern, where are you going to be casting the uh, the image of of Strahd? Before the trapdoor, whichever way the trapdoor opens, so whoever emerges from below, will be the first thing they see. Can I now? Will it be? Is it something that I could stand behind and be concealed? Yep. Uh, sorry if you're okay. So I, the other side of it. I'm going to kind of stand over uh, to a, a side of uh, of the Strahd figure, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'll have my axe at the ready, but I'll also have a the the fork. So we so are we are we taking the fork? Are we pulling the fork out? We're doing the fork. What's the problem? Uh, when you take the the fork out from wherever it was 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 hiding, um, yes. it, it it is very changed since you uh, secreted it away. And oh, no, that's a cheap move. It no longer appears to be a silver, or if it was silver, it's something that has been uh, tarnished uh, and almost seems as if it has aged centuries uh, since you have last looked at it. And now it is uh, some disgusting rust covered. And, and as you realize that the, the, the rest of the, the silverware that you have scavenged from the house is, is in a similar state of. Uh, decay. You're saying I've been carrying around 15 pounds of dross. That's what this is. And actually, (laughs) what you you realize is that anything that you have taken from um, the the upper floors um, of the house, including um, Jean Marley's top hat, uh, is is in a particularly bad state. Uh, The top hat is... Preserved better than most, but it, it certainly is, has seen better days. What no about the everyone cross- hates the Durst house? <laughs> the crossbows, crossbows are still active, but again, um, they are uh, ancient. Um, don't know how long that they will uh, continue to meet. Well, then I'll 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 say to hell with the fork and uh, the forking, just, and just uh, already. Well, I'm gonna, I'm still going to stand behind the. Uh, the mist and uh, 
I'm, I'm going to just try to summon my my anger and hold my uh, my axe. Okay. I think the question that, that we need to decide upon like, very quickly is like, what, what do we want to learn from this young man that uh, I've forgotten his name? What is it? What is it? Do- Doru. Do- 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 Doru. Okay, Doru. Uh, that's good. Doru. Okay, sounds great. That's a name. Um, what do we want to learn from him about uh, Strahd? Well, we anything really. We know so little. Okay, so sh- should I ask him something like, "Oh, what would be my greatest weakness?" That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. Color. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where Where do I like to spend my afternoons when I don't mm. have pressing business? We will yeah. meet at that place we usually do. What is it called? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Ah. But, but that that we could do this though. I we because of the fact that this this Doru has been locked beneath the church for a, a year, according to his father. Right. You know, Strahd may want to test him and see if he truly is the same person. Certainly, his appearance has changed to some degree in a year. And mm-hmm. so his mm-hmm. Lord will be testing him and testing his loyalty and well, see, see if he's still. That's, that's good. See if he's so, loyal. So we can give him a, a quest or a task, maybe? Like, you know. A quiz, a pop quiz. Oh, a quiz. Oh, I what want was but my one concern is that he may lose all self-control if he's that hungry. He may mm. leap and attack, and, and then which is why we have McGregor. That's right. Which is why I'm ready, and I'm I'm just on the verge, the precipice of real oh, anger. The, the plan, McGregor, is that you strike him down with one blow before mm-hmm. he turns anyone else into a vampire. That's a very important detail. No, like multiple blows. Understood. I've already rolled yeah. the. Natural twenty, actually. Oh, great! great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm so, rolling. I'm still rolling, trying to get mine. I'll, I'll let you guys know when I get them. It turns up. Okay, so Jean is out of the room. Kellen is yes. uh, secreting himself behind where the chapter was opening. What are where are Master Sonna and Lord Talfin going? Uh, I'm gonna create the silent image so that it has like a nice bank of fog mm-hmm. that we can all kind of hide behind. Behind that, and so as you as you prepare yourselves, uh, Ismark um, you know takes uh, Irina by the wrist and he says, "I will, we will, we will have no part of this. I, I will uh, wait for you um, some way down the path back into the village. So I do not want to be near here. I do not want my sister to be near here when when this is released." Fair enough. Coward. Coward. Is that are you, no, are you? Are you saying his that? priorities are his sister? Understandable. I might have accidentally said it out loud. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. So, um, Lord uh, Lord Talfin, what are you? What are you doing? I cast a silent image, um, which create the image of an object, a creature, some other visible phenomenon is no larger than a fifteen foot cube. So, there's fifteen foot cubes worth of mists and curlicues of fog and standing within it with his arms raised with like long fingernails extended towards the skies about to summon down lightning and very prominent vampiric teeth uh stands uh, that shadowy figure that we saw outside the house um I, I make him nice and intimidatingly tall maybe six and a half seven feet i give him a swirling cloak and i try to imbue him with as much menace bloodthirstiness as I can okay. give him without being too detailed. How, how long does your Still silent image uh, last? Uh, 60 feet. Uh, how long? So how concentration th- up to 10 <laughs> minutes. 10 minutes. What about the, the lock on the trapdoor? Um, we have the key? Do we have the key? No. Okay, so 
McGrag, do you think Sounds you can like... strike the lock off and leap into safety? Or, or so I can shoot it with an arrow well, or something. I do it. have a set of uh, thieves' tools. Perhaps, uh, perhaps Doru won't realize that the the thing is unlocked until we tell him. I mean, there's a heavy chain here. I could try to pick the lock, and then quietly pick the our, lock. Are you our best lock picker? No, that would that would be me. I'm sure. I've, I've what's my lock picking skills down here? What's like that's under um, uh, nature? Slate, no, what is sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. Yes, I'm plus four. Well, then, can you use my thieves' tools, or do you have your own? I have my own. I I could make myself invisible. Can I? Can I do that again? Is that, have I already burned through that? Are you still invisible? Um, so that's a. Uh, did you cast the spell last time, or did Lord Talfram? I did. Okay. So can I make myself invisible? Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I can't remember how many spell slots you have at level two. I think I have at least six more. So. Um, <laughs> Um, so here's what I'll do. I'll make myself invisible. I will pick the lock, and then I will act as the voice of Strahd. How does that sound? We all on board? Great. I say pick. There's 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 a heavy chain holding the thing in place. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure the vampire can handle a heavy chain. He can. Just... No, but what I'm saying is, you pick the lock quietly, then go get behind the. Uh, I, don't don't worry. I will run away. I, if that's the concern, as soon as there is an opportunity to flee, I will flee and speak from a different room. You know that your safety is my primary concern. Uh, oh. it, it, it is all of our primary concern. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> okay. Do you want to? Right. Do you want to do take a, a sleight of hand check then to pick the lock? Sure. Uh, how do I do the the invisibility spell? Do I need that first before I pick the lock? Yeah, so in, invisibility, I believe, is just a, a straightaway cast, isn't it? It's uh, but you're using okay. one of your level two spell slots. Um, okay, you need an eyelash encased in gum or rabbit. Okay, I have two of those. Okay, so this is going to be one of my number twos. Okay, <clears throat> so to to make myself invisible, I unfortunately have to pay uh, several uh, notes on my concertina, uh, which I do. Um, does anybody notice? Is that okay? We're all right. That's fine. I, I think the, uh, the the creature below is too um, fraught. Sure. Yeah, it's too fraught at the moment with the idea of getting free to, to do anything else. Okay. And conclude with a strong B flat, and then we roll for the lock picking. I rolled a 19. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You uh, are pretty convinced that has been successful. All right, and then I withdraw mm -hmm. behind the wall, and I and, and we yes, tell him to jump again. in. Okay. Yes. Okay. Should I call order him, him forth? Order, yeah, call him, summon him. Doru, my minion, rise from the floor. Would you, would you like to take a, a performance check? Uh, and could you take it with advantage since you've got the backup of the unusual image? Performance from seven plus fourteen twenty one. Okay, so the 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 door. Um, uh, so you, you hear from before the door opens. You you hear, master, is is that you? It is me. Rise, Flee. rise from the floor. My father, he has locked. He has locked me in here for so long, master. I am so hungry. You're you have been freed. You'll just have to believe. 
<laughs> so the 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 door uh, the door creaks open uh, to begin with, and then once uh, Doru realizes that that the chain no longer is is binding it, he, he throws the rest of it open and he he leaps up uh, from from the underseller in in a single bound. Uh, so you you see in front of you he's a guy in his young twenties. Uh, early twenties, but he—I uh, mean—he is almost skeletal. The um, the skin is just hanging on his bones. His his hair, uh, you know, is long and it's matted. Um, and he, his face is like the flesh is, is almost sort of hanging from his face. He's, you know, you can see there's no sort of body fat there to to hold it on. And his eyes are wide and and rimmed, almost red raw uh, around them. And and you can indeed see fangs, very much like a a dog's or a wolf's. Um, in his mouth, um, his clothes are ragged as well and soiled. Um, arms and legs are bare, and and they are just equally as thin and skeletal. And he looks at the um the image of Strad before him, and he he, he you can see the shock in his face, and then he cowers back and and he thinks, Master, I, I did not think it would be you who would come for me. Of course. Of course it would be me. You look well. Uh, it's good to see you. Uh, <laughs> you said you had food, uh, Master. I'm, I'm, I must I, feed. I, 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 you have to be patient. You have to be patient or it's back in the hole. <laughs> no, please. Anything but that, Master. And as well, he speaks, I have the image sort of like gesticulate wildly so it's not just static. Okay. Um, and he, 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 you can, you can, he, you see Dory sniffing the air. He's, Master, it, it is so close, the, the blood. I do not know if I can hold back. Uh, Where? You will feed soon enough. Where I have questions it? for you. I have questions. Listen, listen. Yes. I have questions. How have you progressed on that mission that I gave you? The very important mission that I gave you. I, Oh, forgive me, Master. I I do not know what you're talking about. This is our oh, first time you, speaking you since know, I have turned. You you know what I wanted. You know what I always ask for, and that would be <laughs> Master, I, I do not recall us ever speaking after you bit me. I have spoken to you in your dreams, have I not? I I I hear your call, but all I hear is that you want us back in the castle so you can command us in person. Yes, uh, yes, the castle, yes. That's what I want, and you know where the castle is, don't you? Yes, it, it, it is It is right outside. It is, it is right above the village. Right, right. Um, well, and, and uh, how many of you are coming to my castle party? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand. What? Uh, I just don't mean going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like vampire puzzle. <laughs> I'll bring something... a cream. And he, he sort of. Uh... Studies the the image again and and the don't Master. don't eyeball me, boy. Do not eyeball me. Would you look at the ground and answer my questions? Take, or a, I... take a, a take a deception check. Okay, this is going to go really well. <laughs> Seven plus deception. Seven. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see that although he you know he's suspicious, he seems to. To still not be willing to 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 take the risk uh, of of confronting his master, I do not understand why you're testing me, master. I, perhaps perhaps if I have eaten, I will be able to to play these these mind games. 
Oh, when you are in the castle, you will have all the people you can eat. You'll just be <sighs> just a big fat leech. You'll be yes. so happy. Just uh, just a few more questions. You know, we talked that one time about uh, what I told you to avoid. Well, we didn't talk, but you know the things that hurt you and uh, that you don't like. And I just would like a quick review of the things that we both don't like together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Master, I, I must... Yes, I, I, I must stay away from... Sunlight, but but you have banished it from this yes, realm. I have. Yes, There's I nothing that. I need to worry about. And, no. uh, obviously, I I cannot I cannot enter buildings without being invited uh, by by those who. But my father, he he invited me in, and it was easy for me. But he tricked me with into yeah. the cellar. Uh, you can't trust why. humans. They're bad. They're bad. They're yes. they're very tasty, but they're bad. They so yes, so. that's so. <laughs> So tasty, Father. I can, I can smell one so close. Um, oh, you, uh, Kellen, would you like to take a, a stealth check? But you're going to have to take it on, on disadvantage because you're you're so close to this this rabid beast. <laughs> yeah, eighteen or a twenty-five. Wow. So so he does actually he does actually spin around, you know, expecting to see someone behind him, but just in time you must duck behind the trap door and uh you know your your wilderness survival instincts you know manage to get you just into the exactly the right position for this wild animal to uh to not spot you. So he, he turns back and he goes, Master, don't test me anymore. Let us go away from this place. I need to feed. I hear you, and so here's what I want to propose. We're going to do what's called takeaway, and that's where you go back in the hole, and we bring you food, and I put it in there with you, and you just enjoy it. So get back in the hole. I will go get... No, 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 no question. No question. You you need to take a a persuasion check, but with disadvantage. Uh, He does not want to do this. Yeah, who who would? While this is going on, I'm going to go ahead and enter a frenzy. Okay. So the disadvantage means I I'm have really angry. six. Six. No, he he um uh, he's no master. I refuse. I refuse to follow your commands anymore. I cannot take this anymore. Uh, and he he oh. he leaps forward and he and he swipes at uh, uh at at his lord. Um, Lord Talfin, what happens to the illusion when it's in, interacted with uh, in that way? Uh, it explodes and does 4d10 fire damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it says the spell... Sorry, I didn't double-check that. Uh, silent... Physical interactions with the image reveals it to be an illusion because things can pass through it. A creature that uses action to examine the image can determine that it is an illusion with a successful intelligence check. Okay. spell save DC. But so he's but he's he's touched it. So what happens when he touches it though? Well, I'm gonna have it turn into mist as if Strad is turning into fog. Ah, okay. So I think he just has to it's like his intelligence versus my illusion. Okay, so he gets ten. Yeah, he doesn't pass my DC. So um so he, he swipes at it and he, and he uh, you know he obviously it dissipates into mist just as he comes into contact, but he you know he he, he sort of Jumps back like a spider, almost in a, a you know in a crouched position, and, and you can. Yeah, oh, excuse me. No touching me. I, I refuse. I will strike you down. I have nothing to do with you anymore. And he and he makes a run for for the doorway. 
um, uh, just moving, uh, you know, in inhumanly fast. Um, is anyone going to do anything before he makes it to the door? Yeah, I'm going to charge at him and attack. Critfaced is a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to critfacedpodcasts.com and join our Critfaced fan group. <laughs>